Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. New, new, new information, please. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. I'm going to need everything. All the info you got. On My Talk. My Talk. Come on, you guys. Tell me all the dirt. Gal Gadot is preparing to play a different type of Wonder Woman. Ooh. She's going to produce and star in a new film about Irina Sendler, a Christian woman who saved 2,500 Jewish children from the Nazis. She broke the news about the film in her production company, Pilot Wave, as she formed uh, that she formed with her husband via social media. There's no release date for the film. Oh, moving into a serious role. I like this. I can't wait to yes. see that. Yes. Oh, yes. Hero Without a Cape. Yeah. That sounds, wow. wow. Absolutely. Great story. Uh, Joker is proving to be a hit with Warner Brothers that they've been waiting, uh, wanting for a long time. The movie is now their highest grossing movie of the year worldwide after raking another $55 million over the weekend. Wow. Yeah. Uh, one of the most happy things that is the fact that audiences have really responded to it, said cinematographer Lawrence Schur. Um, so, have you seen it yet? No, no, I, I won't. Not. I probably Yeah, I probably won't see, see it in home. the theater. Yep, yeah, exactly. at some point. All After right. Jason's review, never wanted to see it again, and others, I to mentally oh. prepare for that. I don't think that I can at this point. I might have missed that when I was gone. Oh he yes, reviewed it. okay, yes, yes. Didn't want to see it again. Yes, huh? he said one one time only. Okay, interesting. All right, Jason Momoa took to Instagram to congratulate his stepdaughter Zoe Kravitz in her new role as Catwoman. Oh yeah, I'm so proud of Zozo Bear. He wrote oh. <laughs> on and off screen, uh, Ohana. Uh, and then, uh, you know, it's really funny to think that that's his stepdaughter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she's going to start opposite Robert Pattinson, who's playing Batman, Jeffrey Wright, which is great. He's from Westworld. Yes. Oh, gosh, oh, I love that. Yeah. Uh, he's the commissioner, Jim Gordon, and Jonah Hill will be cast as a villain. Um, oh, this is going to be great. It's going to be awesome. That's maybe the latest. Step Papa can have some uh, some advice for her since he's Aquaman. Absolutely. So, yeah, superhero power in that family. <laughs> exactly. That's the latest dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. Greatest update ever. Dirt alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended dirt alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. Keep me updated. Dude. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk. Everything entertainment. Hey, girl. Hey. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 7 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Everything Joan Crawford. Don't f- with me, fellas! Uh-oh. This ain't my first time. That's right, mm. girl. This ain't her first time at the rodeo. Nope. I'm Jason Matheson along with Alexis Thompson and a producer extraordinaire, 
and soon to be America's newest country music sensation, Dawn ah. McLean. Her debut single, Saddle Tramp, <laughs> will be out in stores in time for stocking stuffers this oh, holiday yeah. season. Absolutely. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it fun being in the studio, Don? Working, yeah. working your craft, working yeah. with uh, m- musicians. Yeah, absolutely. Just film yeah. the video. It's going to be mm. great. Oh, you you did a video. the The studio gave you I mean, the label gave you money the- for. Yeah, I mean, oh, wow. some of it we I had to do some saddle tramping for to get the money. <laughs> yeah, at local truck stops in the Ozarks. <laughs> but don't worry about that. You got a cool vintage saddle and everything. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> How are truck stops nowadays, Don? Are they oh, good? Well, or? you know, it depends on... Uh, I like to go to Love's Truck Stops. It's like a convenience store with normal people in it, too, so I can see it's not just truckers. It's mm-hmm. other people. Oh, yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. <laughs> oh, boy. Get your corn nuts and see Don perform, guys. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, small stage. Yeah. Yep. God, whenever I think of truck stops, I think of when I moved here or the, yeah, actually the day that I moved here, I was driving my U-Haul from Michigan City, Indiana. And then my friend, my dear friend, uh, Candace drove my Dodge Neon because obviously I had a car and, you know, she had to drive that. Why well, did the, I did the U-Haul and we stopped, we stopped in Madison and this was 1997, and there was a lot of construction going on uh, in Madison at the time. So the the exit ramps, the on-ramps, were a little confusing, I will admit. And we stopped for gas. Now, keep in mind, I, I said the year. This was 97. So cell phones weren't prevalent for normal people, let alone poor early 20, 20-somethings like us. <laughs> yeah. So we had we had no we had no cell phones. So just keep that in mind. So we stop at uh, we stop. She saw me turn off. You know, she saw my turn signal because she was following me. So we got off on this uh, exit in Madison, one of the three or four main exits, and we stopped at this gas station because I needed to fill up. And I said, "Hey, I'm going to fill you up too in the in my car, and uh, and we'll get back on the road." Well. I drove first, so I got on the the on-ramp, the correct one, to 94 West to Minneapolis. Candace got turned around mm, no. and took 94 East. Oh, no. And mm. what makes it worse is Candace did not realize that I was not in front of her, and she did not realize that she was wrong until are you ready for this lex knows the story mm-hmm. she saw the milwaukee skyline <gasps> oh no yeah, hundreds of miles in no no so you're probably wondering jace what does this have to do with uh truck stops well because we didn't have cell phones i immediately realized that Candace was not behind me. Uh, I, almost instantaneously, when I merged onto 94, I could tell my Dodge Neon was not behind me, and I started to freak out. I kept looking, I kept looking behind, like, okay, is she, oh, because okay. 
if you think of the Dodge Neon, if you're familiar with that car, they have very round, very unique headlights. Yeah. And I, I kept looking for my headlights, Lex, and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. She is not behind me. Oh, no, she is not behind me. Oh, no, she's still not behind me. And lo and behold, I pulled off. I remember this so clearly because I was so stressed. I pulled off two exits past Madison, and it was a buckhorn. It was it was a it was a it was a buckhorn truck stop. That was the name of it. That's the the, the, mm. the franchise, the buckhorn. And I pulled over, and Lex knows what happens next. I was wearing my Oprah Winfrey show. Um, <laughs> Because I had a little staff sweatshirt because I did a class project there in '94, my junior year of college. So I had my Oprah, <laughs> I had my Oprah Winfrey show, very feminine <laughs> sweatshirt on. Oh boy! And I had these little little gay shorts, and I had oh. my, I had some shower shoes <laughs> on, and little gay shorts. And I walk into this truck stop, and I am not kidding you when I say this. It was similar to that scene in Pee-wee's Big Adventure when Pee-wee walks into the to the biker bar and the music just stops and all the bikers look at him. I walk into this I walk into the buckhorn with my Oprah my Oprah Winfrey show sweatshirt. And all the truckers look at me like where the hell did you come from? Like what? What just blew in? <laughs> what Who are just you? Blew, <laughs> who are you? And what just blew in from the east? And uh, and yeah, there. <laughs> I was so scared, so I went to the phone booth. I turned right back around. I went in the vestibule where the phone where the phone uh, phone booth was. That was back youngins. Phone booths are where yeah. we used to have to go to make phone calls. Yeah, you put yeah. quarters in and then you Thank could call you, someone. It used to be just 25 what? cents. What is that? Yeah, yeah, I know. What's a 25 cents? <laughs> it's, a, it's what we used to play video games with. What's money? What's money? Yeah, exactly. It's a coin. So I, I got inside this. I got it. I got inside this little vestibule phone booth, and I called Candace's mom, and I'm like, girl. If she calls you, you tell her that I'm just mo- I'm going on to Minneapolis and just to meet me at the Roseville Ramada Inn, um, and that's where we were staying. And Candace knew that, so I was at least she knew the hotel that we were eventually going to be staying at. So lo and behold, um, she ended up spending the night in Eau Claire. She couldn't drive because it was it was so late at night. I should say that too. It was in the middle of the night when I walked into the Buckhorn. She ended up driving back from Milwaukee and crashing in Eau Claire. We met up the next day in Minneapolis. But, oh, that was my first official day in Minneapolis. And I was well, crying. Well. Yeah, I called my mom that next day. And I'm like, oh, if this is what my life is going to be, if this is a sign of what my life is going to be like here, I want to come home. I was so bummed. Did she go snap out of it? Yeah, oh, Dar was not having it. Yeah. She's like, get yeah. over it. This is She's your like, It Gets Better story. Snap out of it. <laughs> yeah. So and and it did and it was fine. I did freak out though cuz when I took Candace to the airport the next day cuz I bought her flight back, um I did have a sense of holy crap, what have I done? Because I moved I didn't know anybody. I yeah. didn't know a soul. I it's didn't a bold really move, Jace. I didn't even really have a job. I transferred here with Red Lobster, but I really didn't have uh, this was on a whim. This was on this was on a, I thought, 
of one of the producers at the Oprah Winfrey show told me and my classmates that Minneapolis was a good TV market. So I remember that and I had moved home for a year to help my mom out. And at the end of that year, I was like, okay, I'm done living with mom. I uh, woke up uh, one morning and I turned on the TV and there was an explore Minnesota commercial on. And I went, wow. Okay. Minnesota. And I called Candace and I said, Hey, will you come with me this weekend to Minneapolis? I'm going to look for an apartment. She goes, for who? <laughs> and I said, for me. And that was in July. And then uh, that October, a couple months later, Candace returned with me and <laughs> got lost. But yeah, and then I moved here. I dropped her off and I thought, oh my goodness, I don't know a soul. <laughs> I don't know a single person here. And had to craft a life. So yeah, there we go. Yeah. The end. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. New and beginning. Look at you now, the new beginning. The new beginning. Yeah, yeah. now look at me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 45 years old. Yeah. <laughs> Look at me now. 45. 45. It is uh 7:14 on the dot. Uh when we come when we come back, Ronan Farrell. Ronan Farrell has been in the news a lot lately because of his new book, but we're going to talk about him today for a much happier reason. Alexis will explain when we return. And now, a hilarious Halloween dad joke by Alexis. Who won the zombie war? Nobody. It was dead even. <laughs> this has been a hilarious Halloween dad joke by Alexis. Oh, yeah. Yep. Dead even. You guys get it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank yeah, Dawn, yeah. Fe- uh, Dawn <laughs> fell asleep there. I did. I got it. You got that one? <laughs> I didn't like it, but I got no, it. Snap out of it. Snap out of it. Jason and Alexis uh, in the morning on my talk one oh seven one, everything entertainment. Everything B. Arthur. Now, before we get to um, some big stories, B. Arthur texted us this morning with some good news, my talkers. Starting tomorrow, we're going to have a big old giveaway, right? Lexa Lulu, 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 she Every bothered hour. us. At, yeah, she bothered us at six thirty with this message. What are we? How, what are we? <laughs> what are we giving away tomorrow, Lex? Okay, this is really cool. Make sure you're listening to my talk as you do. Yes. And every hour, listen for the Project Down and Dirty Hot Ticket Sounder. Be caller seven when you hear that, and you will win a pair of VIP tickets to our masterpiece. This is October 25th, so just in two Fridays, we're going to be doing a big art gallery, heavy hors d'oeuvres, hang out with us. It's going to be fantastic. Come hungry. What are heavy hors d'oeuvres, Lex? What are those? Big pieces. Big, oh yeah, good food. I'm getting hungry now just thinking about it. Oh yeah. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We had a on yesterday talking about that, and I was like, mm, that sounds delicious. They are delicious, yeah. Mm. Heavy appetizers, everybody. Not light yes. appetizers, heavy appetizers. Yeah, and of course, see our art. Right, and see our yeah. art and uh, buy our home. Heart. Yeah. Buy Doing something good. Heart. Maybe a great date night. We were talking about that earlier. Why not? Mm-hmm. Bring your sweet honey. Why not? 
So uh, starting tomorrow, listen up for your chance to win. 721, Lex, now we've been talking a lot. Obviously, Ronan Farrow's been in the news a lot lately because of his bombshell book. Uh, Catch and Kill. But today, it's a much happier reason we're talking, discussing Mr. Farrow. Yeah, we could celebrate him for many reasons, but this one specifically, he's engaged. Oh, he's 31 years old and he talked about proposing to his man, John Lovett. And um, he um, hosts John Lovett's love it. Oh, yeah. Love okay. it. Love, love it. <laughs> <laughs> see, the way I'm, no. see, ladies, the way it works so is the triple moves, not so. the station. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sounds like exactly. Yeah. He has a podcast called Pod Save America, and he helped Ronan along the way with the drafts of his book. And so he would have him read the drafts and just, you know, give his feedback. Well, he used one of those drafts to propose. And so he decided um, in in one of the drafts he wrote on one of the pages, marriage question mark. And he wrote on the moon and even here on Earth. And then he read the draft, found the proposal there. And he looked over and he said, sure. Sure. (laughs) Sure. Sure. I'll marry you. Sure. Now, they met shortly after John, his fiance, left his job. He was a presidential speechwriter in 2011 uh, with President Obama. And um, so he was also he also wrote the series 1600 Pen. Oh, oh, he did. Yeah. Yep. He's one of the co-writers. Um of that series, which is fantastic. Um, so yeah, the two, they joked about getting married on the moon, <laughs> uh, before in Instagram posts. Mm-hmm. And now it's official. They are engaged. They's reels. Yeah. And they're ready to have some children. Cause I guess John's mom is, uh, just, uh, yeah. Pressuring them. To, <laughs> to, we to want kids. Oh get some my goodness. Kids. Let them get married first. <laughs> oh yeah. Crime and nittles. <laughs> Did you guys buy that book yet? I have not yet, but I know many people, uh, Colleen and Bradley, are both listening to it. Oh, they? Yeah. yeah. And he reads it himself, so oh, I, he does? I might actually listen to this book versus reading it this time around. Yeah. I got to finish Bob yeah, Iger's they- book, and no, I haven't. I... I I I, I got to finish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. I got to because if I Stick don't finish one, one. Yeah. I know. I know me and I will abandon Bob Iger's book. I'll start Ronan Farrow's and I'll never go back to Bob's book. So right. I want to finish. I want to finish Bob Iger's and then I'll, I'll move on to this one. So uh, I'm 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 really, really excited to read it. Excited isn't the right word. It's I'm looking forward to the read. Um, yes. Because it's fascinating. And I should say, when I say read, I should say, listen to in my car. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, I love audiobooks, man. It just, they save me. And I'm in my car so much. Um, oh, yeah, you can get you know through what I mean? a lot of books. I can get through a lot. I, mm-hmm. I, cause I do spend it, I realize I spend an inordinate amount of time in my car and I, I try to use it. I try to use that time wisely mm-hmm. and multitasking, and sometimes I just need a good a good listen to. And Bob Iger's book's been good, and then I'm going to listen to Ronan. So, well, I remember when Serial came out. Oh, that podcast, actually, we didn't want to get out of the car. Oh man, I drove to Cambridge. I was like, I just need to keep driving here. I went to where I was supposed to, and I think this book will have the same effect. But hopefully, we can just yeah get it on an app and listen. You know. It, on our phones and at home and in the car all over the place. But, oh. um, yeah, that 
<laughs> oh, that was, yeah. I didn't even oh. want to do the show. I was like, I just wanted to stay in my car and listen to that. Yeah. It's captivating. And S-Town. That and really S-Town, too. Yes, I loved oh, S-Town. Yeah. yeah. Okay, can I just ask a general question? Of course. 725. <clears throat> Are people still not watching? Because that's a passive that's a passive activity. Do people still care, capital C, about the voice? <laughs> that's a great question. Uh, you know what I mean. I, I'm not talking watching. Yeah, because the contestants aren't really the headline. I, because I saw yet another article. Mm-hmm. This is what, and I will admit, and you guys know this, I come from, a, this is my perspective. I have never been a fan of the show. Uh-huh. I, have, I have never watched it. But I have, I've been on the sidelines watching the explosion of buzz when it first premiered. Yes. I've watched its massive success from the sidelines. And now here we are. Well, I, saw, I really loved the show for a very long loved, time. Yes. So, yeah, even listening to some, you know, would you turn your chair around? Um, and, yeah, some of the battle rounds and where the contestants are now. Yeah. But, but and, I, haven't, I haven't really been engaged like I have probably for the last two seasons. Because I saw another article that talked about the judges. And it was mm-hmm. like this, you know, da 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 And it made me think, can anybody, even if you're a massive fan of the show, can you name five winners from that show? Hell, I'll mark it down. Can you name three past winners? I mean, I can well, tell you who should have won. Cat Perkins, that's it. Oh, right, yeah. But you know what I mean? I just... Yeah. I, so Nicholas David, but I mean, you're right. These aren't actual winners, but I mean, you can maybe say that even about American Idol. Too. Same thing. Oh, I mean, I, at I, this point, me. I think it just might be not. It's not the season really for a lot of these competition reality shows. They but need to go away. Specifically, The Voice. They really have. I liked it at first because I was so impressed with the fact that they were blind auditions and they don't get to see the person. That was the little gem, yes. the little candy in it that made it different from American Idol. You felt like, oh my gosh, somebody who's over the age of 21. Yes. You know, because American Idol really does see the person as a product that they can market. And so a younger person is going to be more appealing that's attractive. Somebody that has an amazing voice that might not be the right, uh, you know, the typical size of somebody that would become famous or age, mm-hmm. they had a chance, just like everyone else. And that's what I liked about it. Well, and it was blind. So yeah, that was even like, the you best don't part. Even, then you get to see what they look like. But now it's so far away from that. It's all about the judges. I haven't thought about that before. I mean, working up towards when the show premieres, all you're hearing about is the inner uh, little squabbles and the interaction with them. But you're right, Jason. They don't focus on the contestants anymore. No. And I and I Googled, I, I Googled uh, the voice and I clicked on the news thing, so it, just, it shows you news articles. And then I, I, I um, uh, modified my search even more specifically, and I put uh, the last six, uh, the last two years, I believe I put it. The majority of the articles that popped up in my search were not about the winners, weren't about the season at large. They were about the judges. Mm-hmm. And it just made me think, and I've said this for a while, but I just, it made me think now that it's getting a, long, a little long in the tooth. 
are people still caring like they used to? Well, that's why I think fans had such a an intense reaction when Adam Levine announced, I'm leaving the show because yeah. of the bromance with Blake. And mm-hmm. what is that going to do to the show when the when it's dependent on the judges and their interactions, whether the show is a success or not or whether they want to continue to watch? That's a problem. That's a problem, Lex. It is. Uh, I say, and look, American Idol, I'm, if you notice, I'm not even talking about it because it's a non-entity to me. I think it should have stayed dead. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a waste of money for ABC. Um, I don't care if it does get middling ratings. I don't care if it does improve its time slot a little bit. I think it was a severe waste of money because TV is cyclical. Uh, everything everything has a cycle, just just like circle of freaking life. Uh, like I always use this as an example in the early eighties, uh, comedies were dead. Sitcoms were not the thing. They uh, dramas and cop shows were huge. Um, Dallas Hill street blues, um, procedurals like Lex loves. And then in 84, what happened? The Cosby show, uh, single-handedly brought back the sitcom. And then that led to cheers and blah, blah, blah. And then the nineties came and sitcoms kind of went away for a while. And then it was action shows. Uh, and then uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire premiered in 99 as a special. And then game shows were all the rage. So my point is, we these competition shows need to go away because the life cycle, they're past their life cycle. They're Bobby Ewing, man. They, they, mm-hmm. they, we don't need them showing up in the shower for a couple years. We, we, we need them to go away so we can miss them. Uh, don't you think? No. Uh, they, yeah, no, I... I, I just, really I'm out on singing competitions. Yes. It makes me afraid that no young people are going to want to learn how to build a power plant. And then everything's going to fall apart in our we- world. No one's going to want to become a civil engineer or do normal <laughs> jobs because everyone wants to be famous. Uh, and then I we're like going to not have any power. Jump there, I mean, honestly, it makes me worried. I, I look this. around at our world and I'm like, someone figured out how to build that radio tower. Who's going to repair it when it breaks down? Is anybody doing this? Does anyone want to? Or is everyone like, I'm going to be a social media manager? Not that there's anything wrong with that job. I love Hannah. But yeah. <laughs> my point is, is that we need all of these normal, boring jobs for the world to work. Who's going to do it? Robots. That's Who? the future. Oh, my gosh. Who's going to want to build the robots, though? I oh, am loving your perspective not the people on this. Who's going to work at the dump? Yeah, who's going to take care of our trash? Be you Arthur. don't get an award for that. You don't go on TV to say who's going to be the the best dump guy. <laughs> well, I, 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 I actually <laughs> did they have a chicken plant? Oh. Yeah, I, I was listening to a podcast that was actually pretty interesting about this. That um, they are actually for all of the robots doing that type of work uh, because then humans can focus on more humanities like writing and art and things like that. <laughs> uh, and they made a really good case for it, actually. Okay. Um, so I, I'm not saying that I'm for this because, you know, I, I want to see people doing jobs. I think that that's where we need to stay. But at the same time, I was like, hmm, I, I never thought about it that way. Can yeah. robots build a water treatment plant? <sighs> well, Dawn, I am loving your... Oh, pr- Lex and I, Alexa, I feel like say, I'm loving <laughs> your perspective. You, I <laughs> never expected you to have this perspective on it, and I'm loving life right now. 732, when we come back, it's Alexis's favorite time of the week. Would you rather when yes. we return? It's time to make a choice.
Jason and Alexis present Would You Rather? Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. It is time for Would You Rather? Brought to you by our friends at AAA Movers, or as Alexis says, AAA Movers. That's right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have a mixed bag today, ladies. Uh, this Ooh. is, uh, yeah, not a lot of, not a lot of gross ones. This is just some thought-provoking ones. My talkers, please play along in your car. Would you rather have super, super, super sensitive taste? Oh. Or super, super, super sensitive smell mm. for the rest of your life. Taste. I would say taste because there are a lot of foul odors out there that you don't want to smell. Yes. Yeah. From a distance. And it would affect you your taste in a negative way. Right. Try, because if you're trying to eat something and you smell something weird, it's going to taste like the smell. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that oh, also transfers to your taste and fashion and friends and oh, uh, other senses of taste. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Like don't wear jean shorts. Right. Or right shorts. now, especially. Shorts, yeah. yeah. Would you rather... Now this one's for Alexis. Would you rather... The aliens that eventually will make first contact with us be robotic (laughs) or organic? Mm. Uh, Organic, Isn't this a good one? Yes. Oh, for sure organic. Hmm. Yeah. Let's go organic. Yeah, because girl. Like a blob of slime or something? Robots will take us out, girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If they are here, if they have found us. They aren't here to be friendly. No, they're Jason Bourne style. Hope they're they here know build, all the languages. Hope they're here to build a power plant eventually. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right. They're Dawn's working. really Dawn's very worried <laughs> about it. Yeah, my whole life I've been worried about this. <laughs> yeah. That's us who are in the arts field. Yeah, exactly. Someone else has to do <laughs> and it. It's your not spawn, me. too. Yeah, my spawn uh-huh. is a tattoo artist. Uh-huh. <laughs> Would you rather lose the ability to read? Uh-oh. Or lose the ability to speak. Oh. I guess read. <sighs> really? I guess because I could listen to books. Yeah. Yeah. I hate to say read because I love reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both are horrible picks, but that's the point of this game. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Or just listen to yeah, listen uh, oral histories. It's, yeah, yeah. It's the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah. yeah. Is it, are you going to pick the same, Jace? Oh, bye-bye, Beverly Clary. Bye-bye, <laughs> Super Fudge. No. Yeah. Would you rather be covered completely in fur? Oh. Yes. Yes. Or Okay, now let's uh, wait till oh, the sorry. next God, damn... Uh, why does she like that? <laughs> or Toasty. be covered in scales and gills. Oh, fur. Fur, baby. Yeah. Toasty, toasty. Ooh, but then you could breathe underwater. I don't oh. want to do that anyway. So yeah, yeah give me the fur. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing fur too. Yeah, I'll be a little Ewok. Yeah, kind of fun. Yeah, now, this You're is an inch. The Yo, chewy. Wookie. Yeah, right. Wookie life. Okay, now this this is an interesting one. Would you rather 
know the history of every object you touch or be able to talk to animals. Oh, talk to animals. Oh, wow. Both are cool, though. Can we have both? No. Oh, my gosh. I think I could make a lot of money uh, in the antique world, so I'm going to say items. Given the history of it. I want to talk to animals. I want to talk to Dexter. Yeah. I want to see if he's as big of a bitch as I think he is. <laughs> That's kind of the beauty of having pets, right? I know. You just communicate through looks or little baby mm-hmm. barks oh, or God. little Those pets. Dogs. I love Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> I love Biggie. Would you? Now, this is another thought-provoking one. Okay. Would you rather have a cook or a maid? Oh, I've thought about this before. How about a masseuse? That's not part of the oh, game, Don That's Dawn my McLean. first one. Um, I'm going with a cook. Yeah, a cook. Yeah. Gosh, yes, me amazing. too. Oh. They, can the cook do the, all the grocery shopping, too, and do all of that? Because that would be uh, even better. I, I'll clean. I don't know. I'll clean, yeah. Oh, and they're making delicious food all the time. And, mm. Yes. Now, this one is childish. <laughs> But Goofy, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Would you rather have a cussing vagini? Yes. <laughs> or a sing and behold? Both. <laughs> <laughs> he can do it. <laughs> <laughs> so would you rather have privates that cuss? Yeah, my vag would rap and then my, uh, yeah, the butthole would. Or a sing and butt. I want a singing butt. You know, I could just open my mouth, pretend it's my mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put a little lavalier mic down there and yeah. Get in the subway, be like, hey. Yeah, I mean, we're assuming musician. that it's good singing. I'm going to do, yeah, singing butt oh, Because okay, yeah. if you're like at church or something and oh. you're and you're in, in my ghibli, start cussing. Oh, you know my what I mean? goodness. Yeah, good. yeah, no, no. You're in front of a priest or something and it's oh. like. Son of a bitch! You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like, and that sounds coming from your britches. Oh, that won't yeah. be. That's mm-hmm. embarrassing. But if you, you have a singing that. butt, if you have a singing butt, now that's just entertaining. You can you know? join the choir. Mm-hmm. And just face the wall. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> on that lovely and note. I hope, <laughs> yeah. I hope you're happy with your choice. <laughs> Definitely be This is Ben. Would you rather? Yeah, what would your butt be? An alto? An alto for sure. Well, Alton? Uh, Mezzo-soprano. I was going to say, that might actually be fun That's if we could get those high notes. <laughs> I think I would like an operatic butt. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure, that sounds great. I think I do. Does your yeah. butt make other noises, too? Or no, it's is, just it you eliminates, to Oh, I'm totally the butt. <laughs> Here's my butt now. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yes, I can. I love it. Oh, wow. Jason, I'm impressed. This is your first time revealing. I have an impressive earth. Look what I can do. It sounds. Sounds just like yeah. Maria Callas. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. There's mine right now. I'm backing you up. Oh, there's like 
Yeah. Because Lex has the manly yeah, one. I'm of the course t- I the have. T- <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Of course I have. That's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. What did you eat? Cauliflower. Oh. Yeah. 7.46 on the dock. <laughs> when we... When we come back, back, Dawn's going to tell you about the haunted museum she went to in Las Vegas when we return. Welcome back. Billie Eilish and Beebs. Oh, yeah. This song is in Bombshell. It's in the trailer. Yes, it is. We've got to talk about that later, too. That's a great trailer. Yes. 7.51. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Dawn, tell mm. us about this uh, haunted museum you went to in Vegas. Well, it's uh, Zach Bagan's Haunted Museum. He is the host of Ghost Adventures, the most popular paranormal show that's been on for years on the Travel Channel. So he is a paranormal superstar. They live in Las Vegas, his whole team. And um, this is a really great experience. Uh he has so much stuff in this haunted museum. It, it blows your mind. It's almost too much mm. because you don't have time to read every plaque and look at everything. It's a guided tour. Really creepy. It is a haunted house. So he bought this, um, uh, you know, last year, I believe. And, and uh, it used to be some law offices. It was also owned by um, one of the early people that started the power company in Las Vegas. So it has its own hauntings. And inside of it, he has collected everything you could possibly get owned by a serial killer, made by a serial killer, or haunted items. Like, for instance, he has Ed Gein's Cauldron, mm. who was Ew. the inspiration for Silence of the Lambs and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Probably everybody knows who that is. Um, he had women that he would skin, drain their blood, <laughs> God, and also cook their body parts. Now, he has the <sighs> pot, basically, that he did all of us in, in, his, in, in his barn, Zach has that in the museum. Wow. Um, it's supposed to be haunted. Um, oh he also goodness. has part of the barn that he's recreated in there, the actual wood from the barn. So it's a whole motif, like a barn when you walk in this room. Wow. Um, this is Did like, you get any, feel any sensations of ghost activity while you were there? Not really, but okay. that's just because I was so engaged in just, you know, getting in the information. Yeah. He has the Dybbuk box, which is uh, the inspiration from the movie The Possession, which is a real item that's supposed to be haunted by an evil spirit. Um, this is a Jewish uh, uh, item. It's a wine box that a woman trapped a spirit inside of, mm. with a, basically with a curse, and anybody who possesses it falls ill and dies. Oh. I, the, the movie wow. The Possession is about this. Um, he has Jack Kevorkian's death van, where he um, permanently put people to sleep, hundreds of people in this thing, and his artwork, which changes your perspective on why he did what he did. It makes you feel like he was actually a serial killer when you see his art. It's very odd. So it's paintings or is it's it paintings that he that Jack of oh. did that are like, whoa, what? Very disturbing. Mm. He has haunted paintings. He has uh, the Peggy doll, which is a famous haunted doll. Um, he has Charles Manson's oh. ash. Charles Manson's ashes. Ted Bundy's. He does? Yeah. Ted Bundy's wow. costume that he would wear when he abducted how you, women. How do you acquire all this stuff? Is there a? I mean, the guy has a lot of money. An auction or something? I, I mean, he works hard at getting all of these items. I mean, he has evidence from uh, crimes. You know, uh, you know, serial killers that have passed away. They don't have anything to do with it, and Zach buys it. 
Um, wow. And just oh on and on and on. You would not believe it. You not only come that, to him with stuff too. Wow. Not only that, the spectacle of going inside and it's a guided tour where you have a different tour guide for each room. It takes like two hours. I will say, if you want to go to this in Las Vegas, we waited for an hour and forty five minutes outside. Wow. In the sun you to get did? in. Yeah. Once you're in, you don't know how long it's going to take. You're like, wow. I also, this is a little bit of a just oh. saying here real quick, but MC and I were the only ones that volunteered for everything on the tour. We need a volunteer. No one's raising their hand out of 14 people. I'm like, well, I guess it's me again. Were they scared or? I guess so. Just like checked out. Who, like who wants to, you know, you don't know what you're getting into. They just had a to be funny in air room. They had all these haunted dolls in this room. They brought me in the room. I volunteered. <laughs> and I'm looking of around with did. this other girl. All of a sudden, a little person jumps out from the bottom. You think it's a, it's a doll, but it's actually a woman. And oh. she charges at you. And it was, oh. I screamed at the top of my lungs. It was so fun. And you probably um, weren't even looking down there. Oh, just, there's so is, much uh, baby eye candy. You're like, whoa. Uh, yeah, it's under 50 bucks to go through, and it's definitely worth it. Zach Bagan's Haunted Museum in Vegas. There we go. Nice. 651-641-1071. Time to get your stick read. Do you need to, a fortune for today? Alexis wants to read your stick. 651-641-1071. We'll do that when we come back. As prices keep creeping up, your entertainment budget doesn't have to take a hit. Live One Plus has all the music you love, ad-free for only $3.99 per month. Dive into Live One's massive library of songs, listen to curated playlists, or create your own. Check out exclusive artist-hosted stations and do it all for the best price in streaming. Lock in a Live One Plus membership for just $3.99 per month now, and you'll not only beat inflation, you'll get all your favorite music ad-free. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details.